so often by just validating, hearing, listening, and understanding where they are at, the person goes, oh, I'm not in pain anymore. Oh, this marriage actually might be viable. Welcome to the Secure Marriage Podcast, where we believe it's possible to fight less, feel understood, and enjoy a deeper connection with your spouse. We're your hosts, Paul and Shannon Elmore, and on today's episode, what to do if your spouse wants to end the marriage. Yeah. And guess what? What? I've got a question today. You've got the question, huh? I do. All right. What do you do if one spouse wants to end the marriage and just be alone, but the other doesn't and wants to be together? Is it just over from there? That's a hard question, isn't it? It is. But there's a relatively easy answer. Unfortunately, it's not the answer that most people like. You cannot make someone else want something. Mm. You can't force them to want the marriage. You can't force them to put the work into fixing the marriage. You can't make them fall in love with you again. You can't make them soften towards you. There are things that you can do that make it easier for them to do all those things. Mm -hmm. But if a person is just done, if their heart is hardened, if they say, I don't want to try anymore, and it doesn't matter what you do, they are going to leave and you cannot save the marriage. And and that may even be, they may not leave the marriage like divorce. divorce, but they have emotionally left the marriage. Yeah. And that's even harder in my opinion. That yes. is, that is super painful because when you are married, when you are living in the same house, that comes with expectations on right. how you treat each other on physical intimacy, on emotional availability. And when none of those are offered, it, it creates such um, conflict internally Right, it, it becomes so so painful. It and doesn't when when someone actually doesn't want to be in the marriage anymore, and they actually leave, they mm -hmm, divorce. Mm -hmm. That gives you closure, closure where you can work through the, all the pain of it, all of that, and begin to build your life over again. Absolutely, as opposed to the other way where you're just left stuck, stuck emotionally. Yeah broken yeah. and there's nothing that can be done. Yeah. But again, this is one of the hardest things because as human beings, we like to control as much as we can about our lives. And if you're married to someone and you can't make them love you, you can't make them want you because again, their heart is hardened towards you at that point you have to release them. As a professional counselor, I actually see it all the time. And it's actually one of the first questions that I ask of couples coming into my office is, do you want to be here? Do you actually want to work on saving the marriage? And I've had multiple couples, lots of them, where one person says, yes, I really want to work on the marriage. And the other person says, I'm not sure. I really don't think I do. And after two or three sessions, it's confirmed they really don't want to work on the marriage. And I actually don't keep working with them because if a person doesn't want to change, then it doesn't matter how good the counselor is. Right. They are not going to change. There, there's nothing that you can say or do 
that will get them to change their mind. That has to be something that comes from inside of themselves. It is a choice to be softened. That's why in the six parts of the secure marriage framework, openness is the very first one. Willingness to look at yourself, to listen to the other person. You have to have an open mindset without openness. It doesn't matter what topic you talk about, any of the other five parts of the secure marriage framework, it doesn't matter because if right. you're not actually listening to each other, if you're not considering what the other person says, then it's a waste of time and energy and effort. So this primarily is talking about the person whose heart is hardened and no matter what you do, they are going to walk away. Yes, you have to release them. I would suggest you don't actually stay married. You release them so that, again, you can get that closure and both of you can move on and heal and grow in different ways. Now, if I'm reading between the lines on the question you asked, um, most people say that they are done and they want out of the marriage just because they're in so much pain. They hurt. And their hearts aren't necessarily hardened yet. But they just don't know what to do. Right. They don't know what steps to take. They don't know what resources to find. They've tried three or four things and it just hasn't worked. And so they are out of ideas. This is going to be a kind of a strange analogy, but it's the same reason why a lot of people commit suicide. They they end their lives just like ending a marriage is because they just want to be out of pain. Right. And they just don't have any other options. They don't know of any other options. And so they take... They take the the path that says, I'm just going to escape all of it. Right. Even the good, even the bad, I'm going to escape all of it and end my life or end the marriage. And that doesn't have to be the case every time. For those situations, you as the spouse who's been informed that the other person wants to leave, you actually have some really good options available to you that can make it easier for that pain level in that spouse to come down. That's where you can start to learn how to just listen, understand, Mm -hmm. validate, ask questions instead of pushing for, no, you can't leave. Uh, What's your problem? How dare you? A lot of people respond in that anger or that scared anger. Right. Because they don't want to lose something. Because they go into survival, their survival brain. Imagine what it sounds like when a spouse says, I, I want to leave and the other person goes, I can understand that our marriage is really, really hard right now. Uh, tell me more about that. What would that, what would that do for you? How would that feel? You right. Know, how, how would that feel better for you? What's the hardest thing in our marriage right now? Is there something that I could do to make this easier for you? And again, you listen, you're not promising anything. You're not bargaining. You're not negotiating anything. You are trying to simply listen to the pain of that person. Right. And so often, so often by just validating, hearing, listening, and understanding where they are at, the person goes, oh, I'm not in pain anymore. Oh, this marriage actually might be viable. Right. Now, again, we're not asking you to be codependent. We're not asking you to try to do anything to save the marriage. That's right. unhealthy. That's not what we're talking about here. We're just looking for you to um, get understanding, listening, and offer understanding and compassion and empathy yeah. to to your spouse. To a hurting spouse. Yes. Now, again, 
we're realists in this podcast. When you are hurting as much as that other spouse is hurting. That is hard to do. It is hard to do, but it is possible to do. It is. And it is healthy to do. And you actually can can create change within the marriage and and invite your spouse to start changing and looking at themselves. Again, most couples... Most couples love it when their spouse comes up to you and go, is there anything I'm doing that's hurting you? How can I change myself so that your world is easier? Imagine how wonderful that would be. Right. Is there anything you need for me to do? Most marriages spend a lot of time going, you need to change this way. You need to stop doing that. If only you would change, then I'd be... Right. And the other person, the minute you do that, their defensive brain kicks in. They're going, screw you. Mm-hmm. I don't have to change a thing. And they dig their heels in and they, they become more obstinate to change. So when you, when you start to listen, validate, and try to understand where the spouse who wants to leave the marriage, when you start to listen to them and really understand and hear that pain, you minimize the pain level in them. And then they can actually start to see other options available. Like, oh, maybe we can get counseling. Maybe that we can, you know, change this thing about our relationship. Right. Because, because what it does, it brings them, it allows them to come out of that survival brain, which is the irrational part that doesn't allow you to see any options or think in a clear, rational manner. Exactly. Exactly. The number one thing spouses can do for each other is to, get each other out of the survival brain, that defensive brain where people are in the relational brain where they can listen, they can let their guard down, they can become vulnerable with each other. But Mm -hmm. that requires validation, understanding, and patience. Right. So there's kind of two answers to that question today. You know, if again, hardened heart, it's over. You have to let them go and you have to grieve. My definition of grieving is really, 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 really wanting something that you can't have. And that's exactly what happened here. You really want your marriage and things are out of your control and you can't have it. And it's going to take you 18 months to two years for your body to move from one normal to a new normal, a married normal to a single marriage to a single normal. Mm -hmm. And for that to stop hurting and for your body just to accept the fact that something crappy happened to you and, and you can't stop it. Right. That's the grieving process. If you got hit by a bus, I really, 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 really want you back. And I don't get my way. And I have to come to terms with not getting my way. Right. That's grieving. That's sadness. That's people who lose kids. That's cancer diagnoses. That's everything that is a tremendous loss. Right. I don't want this. And I have to come to terms with this idea that I don't get my way. Yep. And as human beings, we hate that. So, and the and then the second the second part of that was. So again, the two parts were the first person who this is happening to them unwanted. The second part is the person who's just in pain, and that's the only out they can see. Is you actually have some options to um, alleviate the pain in your partner, so that they can start to see other options to get out of that survival right. brain, and they get into their relational problem solving brain. So that's a great question. Yeah. A lot of people are facing that situation. And again, it's, it's a painful situation, um, but it's not always hopeless. And sometimes it is. So how's that for a real <laughs> ambiguous, def- definitive answer there? <laughs> 
anyway, we, we don't want to see any marriages fall apart. No. We, we grieve when they fall apart. But we also understand two fallible human beings living together. Sometimes it happens. You can heal when marriages fall apart. Right. You really, really can. But our hope is to to prevent as many marriages falling apart as possible. Yeah. So that kids are healthier, uh, adult human beings are healthier, and they can be vulnerable and open and transparent with each other. That's the whole purpose of secure marriage. We want people to be able to fight less and feel understood and enjoy a deeper connection with their spouse and live happily ever after. That's what we're hoping for. If you want to start, if you don't know where to start on that, securemarriage.com is a great place to start. Uh, we mentioned earlier in this podcast that openness is the first part of the secure marriage uh, framework. We have six parts to that. Uh, on that homepage of securemarriage.com, you actually can take a little quiz that will give you a little assessment to see how well you do in those six parts so that you know where to begin kind of working on your marriage. And then after that, I think we have like a free little mini course on communication. It's like yeah. three or four videos. And again, cost you nothing. It's all just great resources so that your marriage can be awesome. Yep. Anyway, that's it. We're done. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll see you next time. All righty. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.